This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. and welcome to Calling Out. If you like what you hear today, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes so you get the, the newest episodes right away and always rate us five stars. We love to be rated high and it helps our and it helps our ratings. You can also download the podcast at soundcloud.com slash susanpinsky and also sideshownetwork.tv. Obviously, this isn't actually Susan Pinsky. Hi, I'm co-host for the day, Brad Williams. All right. Thank you for doing such a fine job. No problem. I try. <laughs> so if if uh, nobody knows who Brad Williams no, is. No, no one knows who I am. He he has appeared on numerous TV shows, including Legit, Live at Gotham, The Tonight Show, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Mind sure. Dementia, and Pitbots. Pitbots. <laughs> pit, yes, pitbots where robots fight each other in the in the pits of NASCAR events. It's, it, it's on the game show network, baseball show. Uh, but yes, uh, pitbots uh, from 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 the makers of BattleBots on Comedy Central. It's it, it's pitbots. Uh, pitboss with two S's. So that, that was on. Also that was on true the that you perform for the troops all over the world. Oh because, yeah, because do- soldiers think dwarves are funny too. Yes, dwarves are hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I, I, and I am one. I'm not just saying that as a, <laughs> a, a, as a blanket statement of dwarves are hilarious, which I mean, granted, we are, uh, but I, 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 I am one personally. I know you can't tell by the voice. I don't come on to, you know, like you know, that's not how I sound. My, ball, my balls dropped. Fifteen. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, and I'm a stand-up comic, and uh, I've been on this show before. We 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 did a psychic reading together. And uh, you sent me a text and said, hey, come on by. So I thought, all right, sounds like fun. Let's talk to some dead people. <laughs> well, we need a testimonial from you. Sure. Uh, we, we like to know what you thought about your reading with James Bond Prague. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who, by the way, about... is amazing. I just want to let everybody know we, we love James. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot how long ago I was on the show, but uh, the one thing that stood out to me is that he's – he, he said, you're about to do a big new purchase in your life, a big, and, and I know I'm a dwarf, so every purchase is big, but, uh, <laughs> I, holy crap, that cantaloupe is huge, <laughs> um, uh, but he's, yeah, he says you're going to do a, a big new purchase in your life, and that, uh, and that you are, are having hesitations about it, and you should go ahead and do it, and, and it'll be great, uh, don't that, be cheap, yeah, that was true, uh, and I went out, and, uh, I got a Lexus, and, uh, oh, I, he told you to get a car. Yes, I remember that. Yes, and I love that thing. Oh, uh, I love so Lexus that too. that was uh, that was a great purchase. Congratulations! So, uh, thank you for thank you to the psychics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, granted, it's not a stretch to say like, oh, Lexus, good call. Like, it, it's not. But uh, he didn't specifically say that. He he said, go get that new purchase that you've been hesitant about, and uh, I did, and it was great. So uh, on that front, the testimony, my testimonial is good. 
it, 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 it was a positive experience on, on this show. For oh, sure. I'm so happy. Psychics are always good at spending your money. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my dad has an excellent quote where he always says, the easiest thing in the world to do is spend someone else's money, which is absolutely true. true. Uh, yeah, he talks about that whenever my mom takes the credit card out. Uh, but, yeah, and, and it, but... I I was having hesitations about the car. Uh, obviously, uh, being a being a little person, a car isn't even more of a bigger purchase because I've got to make special modifications right, to, right. to to the to the vehicle. So I didn't know if I wanted to go through all that. Uh, but then I did it, and uh, Lexus actually has this program where if you're disabled, they give you a thousand bucks to go change the car and like do whatever you need to do oh, to wow. get it drivable. So thanks, Lexus. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Please, right. please sponsor me. So we're I will. I, I will be like a NASCAR driver. I will come on stage. <laughs> I'm stand at shows every night in a Lexus jacket, uh, track pants. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll have a diamond L like around my neck. Uh, I'll just do the logo. Yeah. No problem. Please, please sponsor me, Lexus. So uh. today in the house, we also have two clairvoyants, AJ Barrero, who's been on our show before, and Rebecca Fearing. Oh, and before I say that, I want everybody to go back and hear Brad's reading with James Van Prague on the Comedium show that was like last September or something. I'm not sure. It was one of the first ones. Yes. So he was. I'm so happy to have you, though, because you've been around the K-Rock Mm -hmm. uh, universe for so long and we run into each other all the time and I really appreciate your help it's yeah. great well thank you very much and uh, I, I'm always willing to help and I got special instructions from your husband Dr. Drew to help and that is if you ever say the word um I'm supposed to slap you but so, not spank me but not spank he specifically <laughs> said that not spank he said he, uh, I, I think in the text he said leave that to me yeah so, <laughs> I was gonna say that I got yeah, so I got that uh, so I have my instructions very clear uh, no problem Drew your, 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 your wife is in very capable but ever so small hands <laughs> okay AJ was on a previous show when we did the Men of Corolla. Correct, yeah. In the studio. And you got to taste the Mangria, which afterwards, but I think... Um, now, does Mangria enhance psychic abilities? <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, no, on, honestly, like alcohol for me enhances abilities because you become a little bit more vulnerable to it. So I'm like, kind of like, oh, you know, I just pick up stuff very naturally. But when I'm not drinking, it's like having the switch off, basically. That so. is a great excuse to start drinking. Right. I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm enhancing my psychic <laughs> abilities, officer. And then Rebecca has been on several shows, and, um, we, you know, you can go into our our catalog on iTunes and download some of her best readings. But mm -hmm. Rebecca is our clairvoyant du jour. And um, she's going to help us with reading in a bit. But yeah. first of all, we're going to take a call uh, from an astrologer psychic Ooh. who's in New York City. Ooh. Her name's Kim Allen. I just recently came across her. And she goes more into this, the reading through astrology and looks at your chart and we gave her your birthday and oh my chart yes thank you for joining us here today uh we're here with brad and aj and rebecca and and i Hi, know Kim. You, i know you look Hi, brad, how are you i'm wonderful <laughs> i didn't know that this was happening to me today so uh this th so, so this will be fun oh fantastic uh, so how is everyone today 
We're doing great. Yourself? We're pretty happy. Yeah, we're really happy. A good time. I'm a little sweaty, but I'm happy. <laughs> I'm surrounded by three clairvoyants. I've never felt safer. <laughs> I know that if something were to come through the window or an intruder or something, I would get at least like a 10-minute heads up. <laughs> so I'm fantastic. I feel good. No one's looked at me today and said, oh, you're oh, you're going around the Fullerton area. Don't go there. Like, <laughs> that, that hasn't happened, uh, so, so I'm fine. So go ahead and, and give us your best shot at Brad. Okay, so now, Brad, I took a look at your chart. So you are a, a wonderful Capricorn. And did you know that your moon was in Taurus? You have a Taurus moon. Were you aware of that? I mean, I have it tattooed on my right butt cheek. But other than that, <laughs> I, 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 I had no idea. Uh, no, I, I, I did not know about my moon location. <laughs> it's very interesting so you're the type of person that i would call hard on the outside but soft on the inside Ooh, i'm and like a twinkie a fried <laughs> twinkie <laughs> i love fried twinkies and the reason why i say that is because you have that very uh uh like to take charge authoritarian type outside personality but when people get to know you you have all those wonderful planets in sagittarius and sagittarius is the adventurer it is the person that is always looking for the next best biggest and the next best greatest thing. And you tend to be a very uh, curious person and, um, you know, you like to keep your life surrounded with new and exciting things. Is that true? Uh, yes, I like new things, mostly women. Uh, <laughs> and they're, I like to keep it new and exciting. So there you go. And and I am not surprised by that because your uh, Venus is in the sign of Sagittarius. So now, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Venus uh, is the planet of romance. And Sagittarius is, like I had said, the adventurer. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it is the person, or it is the type, you like You like uh, a different type of exciting type of love affairs. You mm -hmm. want something that's different, and the person uh, has to keep you sort of really your mind preoccupied. So uh, you're always looking for uh, something exciting in love and romance. So you try to keep your love life very exciting, and uh, you, you might have a, a, a strong desire to travel. Do you, do you like to travel? Uh, I do it every week for my job, so there, <laughs> so there you go. And he's a horny little bastard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. if, you, if, you, if you got a leg, I'm going to hump it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you that, and also, there is no, you don't have a uh, type in terms of love. You know, the type of person you love is any type of woman that keeps you excited and keeps your mind interested and keeps things keeps things boiling because you like a lot of passion and fire when it comes to romance. Is that true? Yeah, and you're right in that I don't have a type because uh, uh, as a little person, pe uh, people ask me all the time if I prefer dating uh, little people or tall people, and I just say uh, yes to both. Uh, like I, I've been with women that are three foot two, and I've been with women that are five foot eleven. I I I, I got a, quite a range. I'm, I'm, I'm like a shotgun, wide spray, just wide, <laughs> not focused, no wide. Very wide. passionate. Very yes. passionate. Now, now let me tell you a little bit about your personality that people may not know. Okay. Brad, you tend to be a little controlling. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's yes. blushing. He's blushing. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, uh, and he likes to control his money yes. as well. Oh, that too. Uh, I, uh, as a comedian, uh, I'm 
I'm self-employed, and uh, when I when I when I'm working, it's just the microphone, me, and that's it. So uh, I'm in charge of everything, and that's what I prefer. Uh, when when I have a boss or other people start telling me how to how to do my job or live my life or do anything like that, uh, it's very frustrating, and I and I get turned off by that very quickly. <laughs> It's not going to happen because you love freedom. See, you're the type of person you got to be free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I got, I got to be free. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, let me tell you what wonderful things are about to happen for you. Okay. Because the planet Jupiter, Jupiter just shifted. It's going to hit a lot of those Sagittarian planets. So, I don't <laughs> know if you've been have if anything has come your way that is brand new. <laughs> Um, some some sort of like uh, there's going to be a shift in your career, by the way. Okay. So have you been talking a lot of career things over the last three weeks? Uh, yes. Uh, my my great uh, and powerful manager Barry Katz. This is a this is a great This is a great impression of him right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you just you gotta listen to his podcast called uh, Industry Standard. He talks like this the whole time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, we've been uh, uh, we we have been discussing some major career moves uh, in the last three weeks. So it's very funny oh, it's that you bring wonderful. that up. And the career moves that he's been talking to you about are very different career moves or different things that you've done in the past. Is that true? Uh, yes. Um, wow, I'm not allowed to talk about okay, some of these career moves, but uh, yes, they are certainly different than what I've I'm normally doing, but things that I have been involved in. Very good. So you you can expect a wonderful career opening, and it's going to be this is going to be a fabulous time. So between now and the end of the year, it's going to be one big party for you, Brad. One big party. I like can that. I come? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> we're friends now. Okay, so uh -huh. Kim, yes, we're, we're going to uh, have to let you go. We thank you so much for your oh, positive welcome. reinforcement in the life of. Brad Williams. Yeah, he's, he's thank you. He's gonna run out of here and get a new job and yeah, and uh, get some pussy. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so see now that's gonna be my pickup line to women is I need to take you home. Why? The psychic told me to. <laughs> the psychic said the world will end if if if, if this if this does not happen. Uh, so Kim, tell us where everyone can find you. Oh, I am at KimAllen.com, and uh, so I do daily astrology, too. So if anyone wants to know what is happening with their with the planets every day, it is on my website, KimAllen.com. And I had a lovely time with you and Jimmy Floyd, and look oh, forward yes. to seeing you again when I come to New York, and we're going to hang. Fantastic, and have a wonderful time on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, Kim Allen. Bye, Kim. All right, bye-bye now. Bye. So what did you guys think of that? Like, Yeah, I really did because um, as I was picking up uh, also about Brad is that he has a lot of new opportunity right now. I see the name Bob or Bobby. could be Robert, Robbie, but a name similar to that. You also have the opportunity to pen some really exciting, like, new material. could be for a pilot. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. really find a book. I feel more um, media, television. Mm -hmm. I also feel a lot about Arizona around you. I don't know where I'm that going, comes from. I'm going to Arizona in three weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Are you going there for work then? Yes. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. The Tempe Improv. So if you're listening in Arizona, come on out to the Tempe Improv. I have Absolutely. Arizona loves, I have so many fans in Arizona. They love, love you. Maybe you'll stop by the John, Jay, and Rich show. Mm. And, uh, you know, you should talk to, to. talk to your manager about that. I will. Uh -huh. I'll, I'll, I'll hit up Barry and we'll go on the job. <laughs> 
Jane Rich show and create some holy shit moments. Oh, man. oh, they love you. They're like a characters, those two. So, Fantastic. yes, I do see that. And I also feel that your mom and dad are so, your mom's kind of funny too, boy. She's going to give you a, mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, my, my mom's the, she she's funny without trying to be. Yeah, she's just naturally uh, funny. Yeah, she, she, and, and she doesn't even see it. Like, she says things and then everyone just kind of starts laughing. She goes, I, I don't understand why is that <laughs> uh, that's that that's her sort of sense of humor uh-huh, uh-huh. so yeah that's, and that's I'll, pretty I'll nice you get in i also just want to really quickly so i can let aj get in here is that i do find marriage around you oh and crap uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i knew it was a mistake coming on this show <laughs> someone's locking me down yeah, maybe a very interesting gal, real pretty, and little uh, international flair there. And um, funny the funny thing that. is, yeah, international flair. And she, um, <laughs> the thing is, she likes the same kind of food. You guys, you, I don't know if you're a foodie, but she, you guys seem to, she seems to understand your, your palate and your appetite. That's, wow, okay. That's, oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so... You're good. Is mm. there some kind of international flair in your relationship? Mm. Yeah, uh, she's an international uh, person, and uh, we bonded over our shared love of cake pops. So I know it's stereotypical of like a little person saying like I love sweets or chocolate or it's very mm-hmm. Willy Wonka-y, but I mean, <laughs> I, mean who, I mean, who doesn't love a good cake pop? So shut up and get off my back. I don't even and, know what that my is. My last thing is that you'll, you're not getting the um, short end of the shick, as I would say. You're getting the long end of it. You're getting yeah. I'm long, ladies. <laughs> Not sure. The long, the long stick. That's what she said. Stick, stick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, and the name Danny will be important to you. But you got a lot of stuff, not just with your career, but your personal life that looks really exciting. You deserved for love and real love, true love. And it's time because your granny said that from the other He's side. He's a good guy. Wait, you, what? Your grandma. She's right behind you. She did a big kiss, and she said to tell you, Brad, I love you so much. I'm gonna send you some hummingbirds. Brad's and, crying. Uh, she yeah. died. She died a month ago. Yeah. She's right behind you she said tell the family that i'm okay and i made it safely to the other side and she uh she's gonna send you and this is gonna sound strange because your grandma Mm -hmm. maybe wasn't a big fan of joni mitchell but she's gonna send you a joni mitchell song out of the blue somewhere unusual you will know she was here today Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And she looks young now. I got to bring out the photographs of her really young. Oh, well, good. Good on you, Dorothy Agnes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now how about I'll let AG. Ab- absolutely. Well, a couple things before we started doing this. I was talking with Rebecca about like astrology and numerology, and one thing I do is I work with numbers. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I have to bring up with you is that when I tune into your energy, I see the number 13 around you, so I don't know if it represents either one, the four life path, or either the th- number 13 is very significant worth I was born but, on January 13th. Okay. So, oh. Oh, okay. So, so, so I think so on I, a Friday, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so, so oftentimes the whole cliche Friday the Thirteenth a negative yeah. thing. I don't think it's a negative thing. I think it's more so a positive light of who you are, and I think it's a very it's a good blessing for you in life because here's the unique part about it. When she was talking, when Rebecca was talking about your career, intuitively, I this is going to sound so weird, but I feel like I need to go like back to the past. It's mm-hmm. almost like rebranding myself. So I don't know if you're going to be rebranding or redeveloping new things that you've done in the past mm-hmm. to make it in the future now. But I see it in a very positive light of like branching out to different aspects as if I'm going to be owning a, a, a marketing place, a communication place. There's different areas of fields that I see I'm going to be doing things differently, not just sticking to comedy. So I feel like the aspects of where you are is just climbing the ladder and planting seeds all over the place of watching th- th- these things grow. Because I feel like where you're at right now is about being patient and with you you want it quick you want it now you want to make it happen and right mm-hmm. now spirit and energy and plus a little bit of grandma's energy if you will is kind of be the, the beacon of light for you it's going to be like almost like okay grandma's there with me grandma's looking out for me as well and i mm-hmm. feel like 
with your energy is just make a thought. Just send the energy out to the universe. Say, you know what? Grandma is, here's with, grandma is here with me, but I also got to make the thought of the energy to not so much just my manager, but for yourself. Because even though you may be the fun, hilarious guy, you need to focus on yourself. You need to okay. focus on your own energy. All and right. you need to focus on what the heart says, not what the mind or not what the ego says. And that's a big thing with you because I think a lot of part is that you don't always feel like you have to be the funny guy. Mm-hmm. Step that off to the track and just be true to yourself. Because I feel like once you do this, these better opportunities will start happening for you. I will be true to myself. <laughs> hey, Jay. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Dottie just wants to make sure you, you make sure you get to your mom and uh, mm-hmm. let her know about the family recipes. Is she the good cook or is your mom the good cook? Uh, do- wait, Dottie? Dorothy. Oh, Dorothy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, yeah, mom. Yeah, mom's the cook and uh, mm-hmm. took a lot of the southern recipes uh, yeah. uh, from my grandma, including grits. Yeah. Uh, makes mom makes the best grits. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. That's, hey, that's I work for call. food. I'll be over there real quick. Right. No, she was really serious about, um, though, to tell you that she definitely made it to the other side. She loved her. They call it the celebration of life. She's giving me um, some of her jewelry, so maybe you'll get a piece for your future wife, and uh, your mom my will mom know was, which piece to give My you. mom was just talking to me about yeah, that. Yeah, she said uh, that. Yeah, she's, uh, she's got an old ring that mm-hmm. she wanted to give to me. Yeah, so absolutely. Very interesting you brought that up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> thank so, you, Thank you. We have... A celebrity caller today that's going to blow your mind. So yeah, uh, we're we want we like to show the serious side, the spiritual side, and the funny side. So we'll be right back with calling out with Susan Pinsky. Keep the discussion going on Twitter. Follow Susan at First Lady of Love and follow the show at Calling Out Today, as well as Sideshow Network at Sideshow Network. Hi, this is Susan Pinsky. We're back on Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, and we have a caller on the phone uh, for our clairvoyant du jour, Rebecca Fearing. And we also have AJ Barrera, and we wanted to um, have you call in and get a psychic reading today. How does that sound? Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> have you ever had a psychic reading before? Uh, no. No, never? Oh, good. And um, I'm also here with co-host Brad Williams. Uh, you Hi, might Gilbert. know him. Uh, we, met, Hi. we met one time at uh, Ralphie Mays, uh, uh, one of Ralphie Mays' parties. Oh, cool. But I, we're, we're not going to talk about you too much because we really want to get right to the clairvoyant okay. reading and see what we can conjure up. Who cares today. about comedians hanging out? Let's get to the dead people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we kind of let them feel your vibe so uh uh do you want to say your name gilbert gottfried as if you couldn't tell by the voice uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of people would think i'm ben kingsley <laughs> okay so do you want to okay, yeah sure um the first thing that i see around you and it's a really 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 strong about your mom hey hey can, can we get to the most important part of this like can we go to the racetrack and you'll tell me <laughs> what horse is going to win? Okay. Yeah, well, actually, I'm really good at the horses, to tell you the truth. I almost win every race. So what does his mom think about the horses? Well, um, I, are you are you going over to uh, Santa Anita, right? Uh, any, any one of them. Okay, good. I'll, I'll go to the York track bettings, uh, any, any one that you can take me to and tell me the exact horse. <laughs> and then we'll pass by your 7-Eleven, and you'll tell me 
all the right lottery tickets. Okay, <laughs> okay, I've been able to do that before. So let's see, uh, Pico and uh, let's see, uh, down on Pico. I don't know if you're by Pico at all, but there's a Seven Eleven. This is really a prediction. There's a Seven Eleven down on Pico, uh, and that will get you a winning ticket. So anything down by Pico and maybe. And I'm not sure what that other street is. It could be Santa Monica. You know, See, some... I'm, I'm, in, I'm in New York right now. <laughs> basically, I'll, I'll die in the streets of starvation. Well, but I think for the winning lottery numbers, it's worth the flight back, yeah. Gilbert. <laughs> you're going to be in L.A., actually, Gilbert. So if you're down in, uh, in L.A., just go buy uh, the ticket down by Pico. And I'm going to keep that prediction to tell you the God-honest truth. But I have to get down to the chase. Your mom's very strong around you. But she... Pico's a long street. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about, about his mother. <laughs> this is kind of like saying, uh, there's a winning lottery ticket, and it's on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, good. I'm going to give you some tick, uh, some winning lottery numbers, but don't hold me to this, okay? 6, 12, 33, 14, and how many is that now? 6, I need two more. Um, 10. And the number nine. <laughs> and this, this is definitely the winning one. Um, I'm just going to say that's what came up, and I've been known to give a couple of numbers that were real. So, you know, don't spend your life savings on it, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely true, and I'm pretty sure it will hold up in a court of law. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what, guys? Just recently, there was a psychic that actually oh. predicted the lottery ticket about four days ago in New England or England or something like mm-hmm. that, and they actually got, like, some what seven million dollars or something like that just recently because the psychic foretold the lottery numbers and whatnot so hey you might be onto something hey i might be <laughs> onto something i gotta go back and listen to what i said but i'm gonna yeah play those numbers too and i also want to make sure <laughs> this is kind of funny um you want to make sure that oh my god this is kind of embarrassing but you want to make sure bring it rebecca <laughs> You're going to be somewhere you're going to be somewhere that you're sitting for a long a period of time so you really want to make sure you got the right undergarments on or you're going to be really really totally uncomfortable. So I know that sounds really weird and really strange but I'm telling you God honest truth you don't want to be uncomfortable when you're wait, on Wait wait I I have to make sure I have the right underwear yes. in the future. Yes. That's how we fly here at Gilbert. <laughs> I know so it sounds this, weird, but it, you want So some, wait, wait a second. This mm-hmm. chain thong I'm wearing, I guess <laughs> not a good idea. No, you should be taking that one off. <laughs> you got a free flow. You got a free flow, Gilbert. Yeah, uh, sa- save the chain thong, um, you know, for when you're at uh, Andy Dick's house. <laughs> That's he grabbed my tits once. He grabbed my tits once. I toss away this. Steel wool jockstrap. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're cleaning dishes with your junk. (laughs) That's about it. Uh, Well, that's my main talent. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've seen your act. It's a fantastic closer, my friend. No, I've seen his ass, so that's okay. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Psychically, you look really good. Seriously. She can see you naked. The naked truth there, Gilbert. Wait, so <laughs> as a psychic, you get you get a picture of people naked? Yes. And you can do that with anyone, and you're going with Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's hot. He's a hot. I mean, is... It, 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 at least all... one 
woman is willing to. <laughs> it's a start, buddy. It's a start. I mean, I mean, Channing Tatum exists, and you're going Gilbert Godfrey. You know yeah, what, Gilbert? Yeah. Good on you, buddy. Yeah, and I know Tatum, so that's okay. I pick, I pick you. You're, you're just, yeah. My, can, my, can you teach yeah. me how to see any woman naked in the street? <laughs> uh, yes, I can, but I don't know if that's legal or not. <laughs> Get in trouble for that. Well, I mean, it, it, it would just save Gilbert so many legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll do without the winning horse if you could just show me how to see women naked in the street. Okay, well, if there's a horse named Sugar Baby, take a good look at it. And I have no idea if this exists, but that's what I heard. Sugar or Sugar Baby? There's always a horse named Sugar Baby. Okay, well, I'm picking Sugar Baby. And Titan, maybe there's a horse named Titan, too. So okay. see what happens there. <laughs> Well, what does his mom want to say? Well, Damn it, she's here. Well, what? that's one thing I want to go into because uh, if you don't mind me jumping in no, here no, real no, quick, go Rebecca. Ahead. Yeah. Um, but I did want to link on to the same thing because I did get an older female figure that is stepping forward. That would be a mom energy. Right. So if his mom is passed over, I do want to allow her to kind of step forward here. She's also bringing up for me. I don't know if she passed recently or many years ago, but the, her condition is not something that's normal to me. So to me, it's either something of a knowing that she was aware of what she's going through. So either one. Her body was slowly shutting down on her or two there was something reacting in her system that she's made feel like it's not anyone's fault like i don't feel like it's due to anyone's else like suicide or anything like that so there's a unique reference here that she's bringing up her blood so i don't know if it was a unique blood disease or there was something that affected her like leukemia cancer but there's something unique here that she's bringing up here that i feel like there's a knowing of it Is that i was just gonna say all of that, <laughs> <laughs> that that's so weird you just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> well, wow, that's pretty good. I, I see that she said her son was always very funny. It comes in the family. Um, they came, they had, you know, even through tough times, you got to have a good sense of humor. So that's what she said, Gilbert. Just keep doing it because people nowadays need to laugh, and your your unique uh, humor is needed in the world. They, they, they do need to laugh nowadays. Years ago, they didn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, during the Great Depression, no one needed to laugh. No, no. no one needed to laugh then, during, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, ma the, during the Mad Men plate, days of the 50s. No one needed yeah. a good time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, your mom says, keep that humor up, Gilbert. She said, laugh a lot with you in heaven. And uh, there's a Ben here that wants to talk to you from the other side. I'm not sure uh, if you're getting that, uh, AJ. But uh, he told me to tell you that uh, you got a good uh, book coming out and keep those photos and all those tidbits. I Yes, yes. I have a I have a book that's out now called Rubber Balls and Liquor. Oh wow. <laughs> and you can like get it on you could get it on uh, GilbertGottfried.com. And you could also you could get it signed and you could get my DVD Dirty Jokes. Oh, wow. oh and I should tell you I have a podcast you do. that you can hear on GilbertGottfried.com. It's called Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, and you can subscribe to it on uh, the Sideshow Network.tv or on iTunes. There you, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right. That Take was a that, break. Want yeah. to pop a five hour energy? Maybe some ginkgo biloba, something like that. <laughs> no, but it really, really, I'm serious, guys. Buy his book. He's hilarious. I feel really strongly. Your mom and your pop are really proud of you. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, they just told me about the book. They think it's great. The photos, the the jokes. Yeah, they just love it. So, guys, what, I would, what, I would look. What? What is? 
George Washington think of my podcast? Um, I think that uh, yeah, I, I think that he thinks that your um, your etiquette could be compromised a little bit. You know, is that what he said? Yeah, because he wrote a book at fourteen about etiquette, George Washington. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. I know. Did he just tell you that? Yeah. No, I have the book. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yes. So, um, old Hollywood. Can you speak to Christ and ask him? If he's going to buy my book. He said he already bought 12. Don't worry. Him, him being the son of God, I might just send him a copy. Yeah, I call, yeah. The, I call no, Jesus a hot Jew because he's really cute. You know, <laughs> promotional item. You know? oh, yeah. Yeah. So well, he he's got Audible, so he'll probably read it. He bought 12, one for every disciple, right? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, that makes sense. 12, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, it's, is Hitler a big fan of mine? <laughs> uh, more, uh, more, more than Jesus, ironically. <laughs> no comment. No comment on that one. Gilbert, I, I think that's the title of your next special. Gilbert Gottfried, popular with Hitler. <laughs> I think that would work out. Susan's speechless well. over here. I wish you could see her face. Yeah, She's you should like, see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Horrified. No, I, you know, Rebecca has this ability to see old Hollywood people, oh, too. Oh, God, I got some good friends up there, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if anybody came around this week. Before oh, absolutely. Show. Got Phyllis Diller. She thinks he's hilarious. I, I have over here Red Buttons, who says he's uh, likes to take uh, some of Gilbert's jokes and <laughs> pass them around. <laughs> so I don't know if you know. Right? He says, sorry, sorry, Gilbert. <laughs> he's stealing from the great beyond? <laughs> so wait, oh did you know Red it's Buttons? Marilyn Monroe and the other world featuring oh. me naked. Hey, oh, absolutely. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know if she. She actually has a picture of she, you. She has <laughs> quite often, but uh, yeah, I know Marilyn she, quite well. And can you she, bring her in here? Oh, absolutely. Rebecca, she, she liked the fact that he had a steel wool, you know, thong. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. After messing around with the Kennedys, she did like it rough. So. That, <laughs> Ooh, that's good. good. That makes complete sense. Are, are the Kennedys watching my podcast? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, the Kennedys come by every so often as well. So. Well, I, I, I'm not kidding about this. I see Marilyn Monroe right behind you tickling your neck and your hair. So if you feel a little buzz back there, that is seriously. I'm serious about that. Really? Yeah. It, 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 it's either Marilyn Monroe or the neck herpes. Uh, one, of, one of the other. Speaking of Marilyn Monroe, I have an article in Playboy mm-hmm. this month called The Apology Epidemic. So go, uh, Gilbert. Uh, uh, I, I read it, and it's, fa- <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Or, uh, any place where you could just read the article and not have to look at the pictures. Uh, yes. Do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you can read my article on Playboy and masturbate to it if you want. <laughs> I did it twice this morning, uh, Gilbert. I actually, I actually have already read the article, and uh, as a fellow comedian, I just want to say thank you for writing that. Because uh, I think it's all too often that uh, that especially comedians and uh, you know this more than anyone, uh, we or we're forced to apologize for our act through the the outside forces that be. And uh, so, thank you for writing that article and it, with some great points in it. Oh, thank you. That's in Playboy this month. Well, yep. Marilyn's blowing you now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not it's just very so you know. And you start playing sad music. And, and you know what? Get uh, Beethoven to play sad music. You can get in touch with him. 
I can. I can. I will ask him tomorrow. But, he, that's, that's but he's not listening. Want to come on my podcast. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. No, but I, I'll tell you who does. Elvis. Elvis wants to come. He told me right now I want to be on his podcast. I think he's hilarious. Okay. Elvis is in the house. <laughs> As I, usual. I, I actually had Elvis Presley come through in a reading like a couple years back ago, and I believe it was his hairdresser that was sitting down with me. And I had no idea, so I was actually seeing blue suede shoes and whatnot, and that all that information came through. And I said, like, I don't know, he's talking about, like, he's, like, the king. He's, like, the king. Yeah, he, he likes to be called the king. Absolutely. Yeah. He doesn't like to be called by Alvis. So no. I, I think that's an amazing thing when he comes through that way. Mm-hmm. It's his way of identifying himself as that he's still continuing to hold his thor- his uh, throne on the other side, basically. Uh, absolutely. But he wants us to go to Memphis and eat some ribs and right? laugh, our, <laughs> laugh our heads off. So, Gilbert, let's go to Memphis and be sure to bring your, you know what, your, your still will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great, uh, Gilbert. As the things that she said about your mother is that is that is that accurate? Are you are are you are you, are, you, are you feeling that she's uh, well, doing well, a good she job? Ha- she hasn't come forward to dispute it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you it, go. It's kind of like on my podcast. I had this Gianni Russo, who claims he was the guy that played Carlo in The Godfather, who's the violent. You know, mm-hmm. uh, brother-in-law of Sonny Corleone, and he claims to have had sex with Marilyn Monroe, mm. and it's like, you know, what are you going to say? Uh, well, Marilyn Monroe didn't say she didn't, so <laughs> and, and Arthur Miller certainly didn't say anything, and neither did Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, we could ask Marilyn that right now, can't we? And see if that, and see if that's a true fact. It Can- may be some truth to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's ask Marilyn Monroe if, she, if she's ever dreamed in the other world of having sex with me. Absolutely, uh, Gilbert. Come on. She's like, thinks you're a hottie, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> you know it's true. You know it's true. <laughs> uh, Ma- uh, Marilyn was a big fan of uh, Problem Child, Gilbert. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, yeah. I well that I've heard. <laughs> that was uh, that was actually on her tombstone. <laughs> that uh, years from now there'll be a movie Problem Child, and uh, she's going to be the first in line in the other world to see it. <laughs> she, w- <laughs> she wants to make sure you like cats, though. She's got her cat Tinkerbell with her, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, any, anyone that has met Gilbert for more than really 20 yeah. seconds yeah. knows Gilbert loves pussy. So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, See, no. I, I don't like that kind of subtle humor. I have too much to think about. Oh, that's good. AJ's blushing. Oh my God. He is. He's totally blushing. Look at him. This, yeah, this, this guy, I, I made a psychic blush. That is a compliment. <laughs> he has, he has, he has yeah. access to Stalin's brain, and he's not blushing. And then I right. blush. That's how sick I am. Pat myself on the back for that. Good job, Brad. That's what I do. It's it, 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 it's a talent. Uh, Gilbert, do you have any other uh, maybe friends that have passed on uh, that you would like to speak to or that you want to get in touch with? Uh, 
Dialing. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good one. You and, him, you and him were boys. I know you share similar mindsets. Uh, so, I mean, sure, we, we, we can see what's up with him. He, it's stolen. Oh, can, can Jack the Ripper uh, right now tell you his name and who he was? Because that was never found out. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny. Uh, Jack the Ripper, his last name was actually Feldman. He was a Jew. He was like oh, very, <laughs> very, very, very little known fact. Very little known fact. And next, I'll find out Attila the Hun was also a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure. He just like has very. Um, Scary eyes, so I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> no, thank Sc you. Scary eyes, I stand corrected. Not a Jew. Not a Jew. Which one, Jack the Ripper or Stalin? No, Jack the Ripper. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a little... Oh, yeah, we're just trying to keep our mass killers straight here. <laughs> Stalin says to Gilbert, wear some nice leather Italian shoes. With lifts. It'll get you the women. <laughs> I mean, and, and and who was a better ladies' man than Stalin? Uh -huh. I mean, no, he really said something about soft leather shoes. I'm not kidding. That I was thinking about weird. his shoes, too. You were? Yes, I was. Yeah, because I Well, hear... he wore lifts in his shoes. Oh, Stalin did? Yes, he did. Oh, because oh. that's what he said. Talk about the shoes, because that's what will get through the ladies. Yeah, and but it made him taller. To... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, I got it, I studied Stalin. Stalin. Wait, yeah. wait. Stalin had lifts in his shoes? Yes, he did. So I'm a midget, and I have something in common with Stalin? Great. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. He Fantastic. Had... He had a Napoleon. <laughs> complex. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, I do, I, I have a lot in common with Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> some oh, I didn't mean you. <laughs> shoes, and we'll get you some lifts. Uh, I, I need about a two-foot lift, so I can be about, about average height. It could happen. It could happen. I predict it. Uh, Gilbert, have you, have, have, you, have you had any experiences uh, in your life with little people? Uh, yes. Yes. In fact, uh, as a matter of fact, every woman I've had sex with has referred to me as a little person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see there. Well, see there's your solution there, Gilbert. You ha you have to actually have sex with an actual little person female because then your stuff will look huge <laughs> in her hand. <laughs> this is true. Sh sh can, can you can you get in touch with Billy Barty? <laughs> I thought he was still alive. No, no, he's yeah, he's gone. I, I would actually like it if you got in touch with Billy Barty. Yeah, let I, me see. Seriously, I, how about you, Ag? You got, got, got Billy on the line? Not, not, not necessarily. To be quite honest, so, I actually think that he, he is he's here. He's very small. He's very hard to find, yeah, even no, in the no, afterlife. No, yeah. here, Billy. Um, uh, <laughs> Billy Barty is not uh, a little person anymore. He's gained some height on the other side. Wait, we grow? Do we yes, die? Yes. What am I still doing here then? <laughs> Give me a revolver. on the other side. Yeah, Billy's taller now, and Billy looks really hot too. So, so are you telling me that when when midgets die, they become like enormous in the other world? Yeah, like, if they, they want don't to stop growing. No, no, you became, per you know, you're perfect now, anyway. But you how the hell is anyone going to recognize me when they get to heaven? <laughs> well, no, no, it's Brad Williams. <laughs> yeah, I know Brad Williams. Well, it's you what are you no want. Brad Williams, sir. You can stay the way you are. You, Billy obviously want to be a little taller, but he uh, he told me Gilbert that you're going to um, Saint Tropez. So you're going to France anytime soon. <laughs> Wait, am I going to France? Yes. Here, well, because Billy I, told me that you'll be invited I, to France or maybe Saint-Tropez or and probably Spain, somewhere in the Latin sort of 
Mediterranean. All right. Well, anyway, don't be surprised if somebody asks you to go into Europe, something really fun, if you feel good about it. And I'm not kidding about this. This is true. It could be anywhere from Italy to Spain to France, but you're going to be offered this really fun trip. So if you feel comfortable, Billy says take it, and you'll have a great time. Well, that's advice from a little person, so yeah. you got to take that. <laughs> Billy Barty says go to France. You go. I Have mean, some sardines. Yeah. I don't know why he said that, but they're uh, good for your blood, I guess. Yes, uh, we, yes, we dwarves call those uh, fish. Just like they, uh, we call those marlins. That's what we do. Well, I don't know. Anyway, what can I say? I just said what Billy said. Eat some sardines, go what, to Europe. What are good the munchkins from Wizard of Oz saying about me right now? Uh, we are not to listen to Global Gossip's amazing colossal podcast. Yeah, they were right here. I, I, I had the last living munchkin right here. <laughs> There's one left. Does everyone know that? There's one munchkin left. Oh my gosh. Seriously, we should have him on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you'll need a few more phone books on these chairs. I can barely reach out. I think I've got good. Judy Garland here now. Judy you got, Garland? You got Judy Garland? Judy Garland, yeah. Uh, at, at, see, see that, that last living munchkin could be in the room with you now. And you <laughs> <laughs> everyone check the bottom of your shoes. <laughs> uh, wait, so wait, so you have Judy Garland. Can you ask mm -hmm. Judy mm -hmm. uh, if she, I mean, because I, I saw the documentary Over the Rainbow. Uh, did, did she ever fool around with any of the munchkins backstage while while the filming of Wizard of Oz you know what, was going no, on? No, this is really this is serious too. I tell you, God honest truth. She said there was one of the guys. She doesn't want to call him a munchkin. She just wants to call him one of the guys that was extremely attractive. Mm -hmm. And they actually had a rapport. So whether they had sex or not, I don't know. But they definitely had a rapport. And she told me that before you said that. <laughs> yeah. I swear. So I say See, yes. That's an image I'll never get out of my. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Sean is cracking uh, Judy Garland getting fucked by a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I didn't say sex or not. I just know she said he was a yeah. He listen, attractive, nice guy. I know my people. If there was any kind of interaction, there was boning involved. Okay, then we well, do whatever. that exactly. Better positioning. Fantastic. Hey. Of course, of course. Better positioning, doggy style standing up. Yeah. My people can do that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's our thing. You guys get tired. You cramp up. You're on your knees. No. <laughs> Bang a little person. Doggy style standing up. We'll Everyone take you to the other try. side of the rainbow. That's what we do. Hey, you're a hottie now, too. I am. Yeah. You, thank you very yeah, much. Thank you for telling us well, all about your secrets. Well, tell Judy. I'll see her when I get to the after. <laughs> You'll be too tall. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll grow, apparently. <laughs> I'm almost depressed to hear that, that I'm going to grow in the afterlife. What if they want me to do a set? I'll have no act. <laughs> it's going to be awful. I'm sorry. You know what I really love seeing you in with the aristocrats, though? And I, Gilbert, I, you know, this is Susan Pinsky. I'm horrible yeah. on, on podcasts. I'm just here laughing. But, um... <laughs> I just really enjoyed the aristocrats. I sat down with Dr. Drew and we watched the entire thing. And uh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, between it, yeah between you between you and Bob Saget, you guys you guys made that movie. Oh my for god, sure. love that show, love it. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, the you're an absolute master of the dirty joke for sure. <laughs> 
Which yeah, yeah, which you know you you could put that on your tombstone then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> master of the ju- master of the dirty joke. So I, I hope we've helped you today spiritually. I don't know. Right. About <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could we, we, we may have helped you spiritually. We may have helped you with erectile dysfunction. We don't care. <laughs> trying to avoid that happening to him. That's why I told him, hang loose. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think that's what erectile dysfunction is. You hang loose. Yeah, make sure your underwear's not too tight. <laughs> that darn steel wall. It'll do it every time. And I gave the numbers, but everybody out there, I, I can't hold, don't hold me to it, but you know, there might be something But sugar it. baby. Have some fun with sugar it. Sugar baby. Tighten, tighten. Sugar baby and, and I know three, three of the numbers were 6, 12, and 33. Yeah. I, I, and I if you win, that. you have to take Rebecca to San Tropez. Yeah. Done. Done, right? (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope that you and Marilyn have a great afternoon. Don't be surprised. (laughs) Have a little paranormal activity there. (laughs) (laughs) Gilbert hopes you're not. (laughs) Any more questions before we go? Uh, uh, yeah. What have I been doing for the past hour? <laughs> uh, jerking off. I already know the answer. Okay. Oh, well, that's the easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> Left-handed? <laughs> Fondling your pillow. I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Gilbert, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast, and uh, we. Really appreciate you coming on, and we once again remind all the listeners to check out uh, Gilbert's podcast. Gilbert Gottfried's amazing Colossal podcast is uh, dedicated to the discussion of classic Hollywood film and television. Podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and of course, SideshowNetwork.tv. Gilbert, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Gilbert. It was really fun. Have a good one, man. Thank you. out with Susan Pinsky. Thank you for calling in today. Um, I met you at a concert and I'm not going to say much more because we don't introduce our guests at the beginning. We just sort of run into the, go right into the reading with our psychics. We have AJ Barrera here and Rebecca Fearing. And I know that you told me that you had some paranormal experiences. So that, that was an exciting adventure for me. Um, we always love talking about paranormal things here on, on Calling Out. So I'm going to let Rebecca and AJ kind of feel the room and see what they can come up with. Hi, hi Noelle. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great, great. So what are some of the things that you've been experiencing in the paranormal? Were it actually activity in your home or is it actually things of like loved ones who's coming through to you, if you don't mind me asking? Well, it- I mean, it, um, it was more so feeling kind of stuff, like uh, temperature getting, you know, pretty chilly in one area of my apartment. Okay. It was mostly in the bedroom. Okay, okay. don't say anything else. That's that's great, because the reason why I asked that, because I, I did a show in 2011, like a 13-episode docu-reality show on paranormal. So I think there's a part of it that I feel like with you is that you're actually fine-tuning yourself into, one, either connecting with your spiritual self, either with your spiritual guides, or two, there's actually a loved one that is coming through to try and get your attention. My feeling is, is that there's an older gentleman that is stepping forward. That would be like a dad energy. So if your dad is still here, there is going to be like a father-like energy who's passed over. Do you understand that, please? 
Yeah. Okay. When I talk about this energy, he wants to validate himself as coming through to you in a huge way to let you know I'm going to be the protector and I am going to be the guardian or the, like the light for you as well. Because when I'm looking at your energy, I'm getting a lot of yellow energy around you, which represents either one, like communication, which either one, you work in communication, you speak in, around communication, but I see you speaking in front of people or you doing this big thing. But I think Susan said you did what? Music or something though? I didn't say anything. Yeah. Okay, but there's a part of it. That, <laughs> okay, but there's a part of it that I feel like with you is that there's a huge energy that I feel like with you is that there's going to be some sort of acknowledgement or either like being known in a bigger form in a bigger way because I see you almost as like an activist or someone like protecting um, like people. I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like there's a more of a humanitarian type of energy that is there psychically. But I see a lot of personal transition. Nothing psychically like as if oh, you're going to develop your psychic ability. I see more of a personal transition of a journey happening for you. And I need to acknowledge going into August. So going into like next month is going to be very significant for you. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. I'm also supposed to bring up here, would there be like a sister figure passed over for you? Um, no, I've never had a, a sister. Okay. There's a female energy on your level that would be like sister, cousin, friend that is passed over. So think in your circle of energy, there's a female figure that would be like on your level or on your contemporary that is coming through. Huh. You, you I mean, what? the only person, yeah, it's interesting. The only person that I could even possibly think of, I mean, and, and she hasn't passed over at all is my best friend, mm -hmm. um, who is like my sister, you know, we've known each other for years and she is a very spiritually open human being. Who well, happened to be at my house yesterday? Yeah, when I'm getting, I know you're on to something, Ag, but it isn't for the gal that we're talking to. It's for her friend. Yeah. The woman here that's trying to communicate is trying to get to her friend, and wants to tell her that she made it safely to the other side. She also wants you to uh, relay to her to be careful signing any contracts or important paperwork that could come up between now and December. She's very adamant about that. Your friend also has high psychic ability. That's why she's so open. She has a lot of purple energy and they give me the name Karen. Now, that doesn't have to be your friend, but there's a woman named Karen, Carol, something with a C-A-R or K-A-R name mm -hmm. that could be uh, instrumental also. The apartment that you lived in is also a bit of a vortex. There was a gentleman who lived there before. Now, I'm, I think you're absolutely correct about the gentleman that's connected to um, I'm sorry, her first name is Noel. 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 Yes. Yeah. But this is something that comes prior to you living there. He's a gentleman, nice looking guy, very attracted to you because of the um, the ties that you may have to the entertainment world. He's a nice looking guy, has a black shirt on, black pants, but doesn't mean that's of a dark nature. He also told me to tell you to keep the name Al or Alan in mind. You might not know who this is yet, but you have a lot of opportunity. You know, and another great thing for you as uh -huh. well, because also when I see individuals or energies in, in black, it yeah. also represents like grounding, like foundation. Right. So maybe there needs to be like some sort of representation for Noelle to kind of ground herself, prepare herself right. for the next transition, the next things that are happening with her in uh -huh. this type of vortex type of energy. Well, she's going to live close to the sea or the ocean in the future. Now that can be a conduit for a lot of activity. Mm -hmm. So if you're a little magnet for people from the other side, because they see your light, if you deal with music, music transcends all dimensions, you also also will have an opportunity to be pretty well known in the UK or Britain. You might have a connection to London or the UK. I see uh, people yeah. um, inquiring about you in uh, the yeah the UK. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah that would uh, that would most likely have something to do with our music because that's been a very huge conversation. Yeah, so I would um, pursue that if I yeah. were you. 
Oh, that's cool. I see a gentleman. He's a guitarist. He's playing next to you, either in the studio. I think I'm not really seeing the venue. And he's an interesting guy, too. He's a lot of psychic ability around him. He is channeling a lot of his uh, uh, talent through the divine. So you got a, mm. an amazing amount of, like, interesting energy coming from you. Well, for me, it's like very healing. It's something very nurturing, uh-huh. very, very, very um, motherly type of energy. I don't know how to describe it, but I uh-huh. do feel like very comfortable with it. But I do feel like it's going to be something in positive light for, for Noel. Like yeah. I feel like there's going to be amazing transition. But I feel like going into next month, which is right around the corner, uh-huh. it's going to start happening. But I think it's just about being patient and just listening to that intuition and listening to that little voice and saying, you know what, this is what I'm preparing for, this is what I'm running for, but I know it's going to be an amazing spiritual journey for her. Right, and you also, um, around December 5th, will maybe have heard a lot of good news by then, December 5th of 2014. There's also, around you, I keep going to this guitar player, he can he can maybe play more than one instrument, but he's very close behind you, and I feel his energy just like all around you so i mean obviously you're a musician and there's got to be a guitar player but this guy has a special connection to you you've known him many times in other lifetimes so you know um this is like going to be interesting especially if you're on the road with this guy oh wow that's interesting yeah and uh do you have a strong connection with your guitar player um it's it's interesting because when you mention he he may play multi-instruments like in my in my particular band, mm-hmm. there's only one person that will play the guitar, and it's for one song. And he actually happens to be the person that I've known the longest in the band. He's the reason why I'm in it. Um, and he is pretty open as well. He's very very sensitive to you know um, ghostly kind of things as well. He's James. His name is James. He's in the band. Um, you know, so we we've had we've had moments where we really connect on a on a really interesting spiritual level, but it's never spoken. Right. Um, and, and if you go to yeah, places, oh, well, I'm sorry. If you go to places where there's any historical content or ghosts, you guys will both have interaction with this being um, who isn't there. There's nobody dangerous around you. They're just curious. They like right. you. Well, tell us more about what's going on in our apartment. Yeah. Are you still in that apartment, Noelle? Yes, I'm actually in. I'm actually in my bedroom right now. Oh, I knew that. I swear. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, AJ, I'm feeling that I, because I see that presence behind you, and you're going to have some lights go on and off. Um, there's uh, some activity in your kitchen. Um, there's a, a, like a hole there, a vo- vortex where I see many people coming all around you. You also, if you don't want this activity, you'll have to lead a, leave a light on or something in the closet that will um, illuminate light. Because uh, people from the other side somehow like to come through closets because it's dark. Because when you leave the light on, it's not that easy for them to navigate because they like to see your light shining. Makes sense? A- absolutely. And right. one, thing yeah. I, one thing that I experienced too is people that have lots of mirrors in their homes, mm-hmm. they become portals like an opening for spirit to walk in and out so if you have like big mirrors or for closet doors and whatnot they that may attract the energy but two the individual may be attracting that energy into their home so if they're hanging around like negative people they may be tracking that negative energy to their home if they're hanging out with positive people they bring all that positive energy there right and this this person is worried about your purse it's not a dark purse it's more of a light colored purse i don't want to say exactly white but sort of a tannish color and they and they keep telling me that you're going to lose jewelry or um, some cash if you don't take extra heed with this particular purse. So I mean it's summer, so it could be obviously. Well, she using, travels a lot. Yeah, too. and it's a light bag. It's not black. 
Okay. Do you have a light bag that you've been traveling with, a tannish light bag? I don't. Yeah, no, my bags are mostly all black. Okay. Um, I have a light bag. No. Yeah, that I carry <laughs> with me. I mean, like, there's, like, my suitcase. It's, like, a gray color, but that's about it. No, uh-uh. um, No, but if you just yeah. if you see something really cute and it's a lighter color, it would be more of a magnet for a thief. So you want to be well, very good. cautious. She has all black that. bags. Yeah. So I'm just saying be careful because no. I'm really good with, with that stuff. No. And, and real quick, if you don't mind okay. jumping no, um, real quick, um, Noel, is that have you ever heard of the term apports? No, I haven't. Okay, apports are, are things where spirit activity happens within a home, where things are being moved, or it's almost like a poltergeist activity type of thing. So where people hear knocks or banging a lot, I feel like there's more of that kind of mischievous type of energy that is happening within your home that I feel like they're trying to get yeah. your attention. I want you to kind of be prepared for, for yourself because I do feel like, again, there's some sort of like a higher power, like a higher calling for yourself to be prepared for what's happening for you because I do feel like it's more of a, a fun, mischievous type of energy that's trying to say, you know what, hey, wake up, smell the coffee. This is what needs to happen for you as well because I do feel like they're like moving your keys or moving things around that have been there. And you know you place them there, but they have been moved. You understand that? Yeah. So just make note of that because I do feel like it's just kind of like a forewarning in a positive light, not in anything negative. So just make note of that. Yeah. The only thing is okay. that if it's distracting to you and you don't want it there, tell him to go. But David is one of the people that are there with you. I have no idea if you know him, but he told me his name was David, though it is a common name and it comes through quite easily. He refers to himself as David. And I wonder if they're in the construction of that building, if anybody had an accident or what was going on with the contractor there, um, because he does say that the building... Um, um, is safe, but um, will need some type of repair. So don't be surprised if you hear um, somebody who lets you know your landlord about construction there, because when they start doing construction on the building, it can open up a lot of activity. So don't be surprised. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be moving from there anyway. So as long as you live there, you'll have to put some sea salt and put some lights on, and you know. And they, if you don't like it, own your power, have no fear, and tell them to stop. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, and um, they're also attracted by um, light colors. Again, not the black. It's more pretty magentas and lavenders and, you know, even reds. So I don't know if you're, you know, you have black bags and all that, but do you have a lot of color in your room or something? Um, I accent with, well, my kitchen is actually pretty colorful, not in a very vibrant way, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's kind of like light greens and blues and stuff like that. Um, it's the lighter kind of portion of the house, but my house gets a lot of light. Mm-hmm. In general, um, my bedroom has a, you know, like a colorful kind of rug that has reds and, you know, golds and stuff in it. And it brings, you know, kind of color into the room. And then the mm-hmm. the paint itself is kind of on the lighter yeah, you know, they side. Like, it's kind they, of, yeah, yeah. They, they like the bedroom because of the colors, the reds, the pinks. And, and because your house is full of light. See, they're attracted to the light. That's what I kept going to, too. So, and there's a person also over there. Um, with the name John. They're just common names, but he seems to know you, maybe a family member. So what do you think, AJ? Do you know who John is, Noelle? John? Uh Uh-huh. John is my drummer. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this and I see John all around. We have a lot of J's in my band. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. He's probably he's actually the only John that I know. Okay, well then, you know, somebody from the other side is talking about John. They're talking about your guitar player. They love your band. So you got a lot of these (laughs) I swear, you got a lot of fans on the other side. So I would say if I were you, I would just keep playing your music. They love it a lot and if they're bugging you a lot, tell them to hit the the road and um john well, yeah noel doesn't really have a negative 
no. issue with this. She just told me that she felt mm -hmm. these spirits around. Tell us mm -hmm. a little bit more about what you've experienced. Yeah, they love you. Um, basically, it was it was you know right when I moved in, and my my best friend who I'd actually mentioned, uh, her name is Meadow. Um, we ran around the entire house and basically cleansed all of the walls and did everything that we possibly could to kind of you know put my energy into it, prayers in different rooms of you know what I wanted from each area, and my bedroom you know just like after like you know a few weeks because I would be in and out of town a lot as well and I would come in and it was just so cold in this room and it was always on one side more like the right side of you know kind of like the room and you know the there was a couple that lived here prior one of them was a friend of mine who happens to be a drummer who used to sub for my our drummer um john and uh him and his girlfriend broke up they gave up the apartment i moved into it so a big part of me was taking out any kind of negative space that they you know maybe created from fighting that kind of thing you know me and metal were talking about it she was like maybe you know maybe they were just fighting a lot so maybe let's just have the intent on it being a place of love you know uh so we created this space but it was always still really cold in here and one day uh his name is jason actually he came in to help me build a wardrobe and you know we were talking for a minute the wardrobe like fell apart it like completely shattered um so i was really ticked off because i just bought this wardrobe and it broke and uh and then all of a sudden he kind of looks at me and he is like wait do you know about this like thing he's like have you seen the the kind of like hidden shelf and i was like what are you talking about and outside of my bedroom door which is uh right next to the back door which is a attached to kind of like the laundry space in my apartment there's this kind of hidden ceiling that I don't know what it is it's not an attic or anything like that it's just this like area so he lifts up the uh he lifts up the ceiling and he pulls out this little day of the dead dead relic that oh, he had wow. hidden from his girlfriend and I guess it was like her favorite thing but he hated it and she would always hang it up on the mirror that was on, you know, where I have a dresser now. She used to always hang it up on the mirror, and he used to hate it. It used to drive him crazy. So he took it one day, and he stuck it up in that ceiling, uh -huh. and he forgot about it. So when he removed that, I was like, I said, I, need, I, I couldn't understand why your energy was still in my apartment, and I don't know what's going on, but you need to take that thing out of my house. <laughs> so he took, <laughs> he took it with him, and I, I you know, like I – hadn't felt cold in this room since then interesting like i've never i haven't had a real moment of chill in this room you know and i i did my whole thing again put salt around the bed because i was leaving town again for like a month or so and you know came back in town and everything seemed pretty like you know clean the only other moment that i've had since then is when i uh, added a new picture in my room and looked you know like i, I kind of wiped down things but it was very sooty I mean, it was dirty. It was like something had been trying to come in one corner of the room and couldn't get through. Wow. So you're very sensitive <laughs> yeah. to this. And, you know, I'm so excited that you're going to be doing well in your music career. And I, this is the co-lead singer and songwriter with the soul band, Fits and the Tantrums. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, an amazing band. I saw at the K-Rock Weenie Roast recently, mm -hmm. and um, she's She's just an amazing star. I also um, today have Brad Williams in studio, and he's a huge fan of yours as well. I am. Uh, I'm actually I'm, I'm a comedian, and I performed at Bonnaroo this last year, and uh, I saw you uh, at Bonnaroo, saw your guys' set, and uh, yeah, 
you you don't stop moving on stage. She's phenomenal. You, <laughs> yeah. Beautiful you, woman. You, ne- you never stop. You're just a ball of energy. And uh, I, I actually had a few brief words with you uh, backstage in the catering line, and you were even moving back there, too. I, I, don't, I don't know if you have, like, a... <laughs> I don't know if you have like a tick or something, but you but but you but, but you just keep going. It's great. <laughs> so Noel, yeah, what would you it. like what would you like to plug on your way out? We have we only have a couple more minutes le- left here, but we want to know what's coming up for you. Um, we are actually headed back on the road tomorrow. We are playing in Dallas at the House of Blues and basically going through the end of the summer tour. So we'll be at Lollapalooza. Um, it's the beginning of August, playing on Saturday. Um, and that's pretty much it. We're playing a big event at the end of August as well that I think will be announced. Gotcha. And 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 for anyone listening, uh, go see Fitz and the Tantrums. Uh, just first of all, music is great, and uh, and nowadays it's really it's really admirable when a band could put on a live show that they're not just there go, uh, going with the motions, and and you and you guys are far from that. Uh, between your saxophone player going nuts, between your high energy. Uh, you, you, you guys are a spectacular band to see live, so I advise all the listeners to go out and see Fitz and the Tantrums And thanks live. for joining us. We're going to play a little clip from one of your songs called Fool's So give it up, stop beating hearts have gone cold Had enough repeating It's all been done before Give it up, stop beating hearts have gone cold Hey now When we gonna wake up Fool's gold shines like that Back to calling out. I once again am Brad Williams, guest hosting with the uh, gorgeous and talented Susan Pinsky, and uh, we want to thank Noel for calling Big in. Liar! Uh, <laughs> you're right. You're not talented. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we, we want to thank Noel for calling in. We want to thank Gilbert Gottfried for calling in. Uh, this was a very fun show, and uh, thank you, Susan Pinsky, for having me on. Uh, I really do appreciate that, and thank you to our spectacular mediums. Uh, for coming in and uh, giving uh, g- giving the readings to both Gilbert, Noel, and myself. Uh, well done, people. Well thank done. Thank, thank you. Kim Allen for calling in. Yes. Oh, yes, and, and Kim Allen for calling in as well. I had a great time. Uh, I hope you guys had a great time. Uh, f- if, if you if, if you listen to this podcast going, wow, that guest host Brad Williams, he's a special thing. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Funny Brad, and you can also listen to my podcast called About Last Night, uh, where I talk about all sorts of crazy things that happened to me on the road and uh, with my buddy Adam Ray. And uh, Susan Pinsky, take it away. Check us out at Calling Out with SusanPinsky.com or at SideshowNetwork.tv, where you can find all the greatest podcasts. Plus, I'm at First Lady of Love on Twitter, AJ Barrera. At AJ Barrera which on is, Twitter. <laughs> which is... Uh, AJ... 
Now, can you read over yeah. Twitter? Like, it, like, like if someone tweets you? Uh, sometimes. I mean, I used to do it in the past when I was doing like live radio shows and stuff. So mm -hmm. people would send instant messages and whatnot. So uh -huh. when, during commercial break, I would be taking tweets and whatnot. So now, but, how, now, now, how do you organize when, let's say, someone tweets you like, "Hey, is my uh, is my uncle doing okay?" or something like that, or, or what should I do with my job? Well, while while they're tweeting you that, and you're on the radio, and you're filled with all these people in one room, how are you able to focus? How are you able to like laser it in? Well, it's just like like a light switch. It's almost like turning it on and off. So mm -hmm. once I'm done with one caller, I move on to the next one. So it's when we're on live, I take the live calls. Once we go to commercial break, I start looking at my feed and whatnot, start taking that information. But So uh, tell us about your radio show. Well, I, I, I used to do it, and I'm kind of on hiatus right now, but we okay. used to do it on Spreaker.com, and we used to do it every, what, Wednesday night at 7 p.m., and we used to do various topics of real-life situations of what's going on. So it's kind of like a, a mixture of what we want to do, like a spiritual self-help type of show and relating to kind of real-life issues. So Is it's, that digital anywhere? Yeah, it's, it was at iTunes and all that it's stuff. It's on yeah, iTunes yeah. now. And also, where can we find you? I know you have some events coming. Up. Absolutely. I'm, I'm at ajbarrera.com. You can find me there, which is ajbarrera.com. And I'm also heading out to Virginia Beach in August from the 8th through the 12th. And I'm working with Cindy Caza. Cindy which, Caza. Yeah, so it, yes, it's, she's going to be there. Oh, my God. She's one of our regulars. She's very sweet. Very sweet. And we she's came, very good at what she does. We came in, in contact with a mutual friend when we were doing a workshop in the Bahamas. And someone said, hey, do you know Cindy? And I said, Ironically, she just did a show with Susan Pinsky. She yes. goes, what? She goes, I go, long story short, let me tell you this. And so she, we got introduced to each other via email and cell phone and sweetest thing. And so now we're making this event happen. That's awesome. Yeah. So and a lot of it is just about, you know, giving people spiritual self-awakening, self-help and whatnot. So this is the main thing. What I do with my work is making sure people have the understanding, but also get the healing out of it at the same time. And Rebecca Fearing at RebeccaFearing.com. Also the Purple Rose on Twitter. Yes, and I have a show called Dancing with Ghost. It's kind of the seat of the pants sort of show. and um, You can, can find that on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. Or, um, it's a live show on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. And, um, you know, I'm a pretty stable force in Los Angeles. You can find me most days in Granada Hills, California. Yes, <laughs> got to check out the Chong and Chong show. Rebecca and I are going to be at the Improv in Ontario this one. This will, will have already it, we will have already done it, but but but, but, uh, but wasn't it fun? But it, it was not. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was comedy. I was, was so fun. effing funny. Yeah, yeah, you were. You should have uh -huh. seen me. I was at my best. <laughs> yes. And um, I like that earlier in the podcast you had no problem saying Brad's gonna get some pussy, but then you self, <laughs> but then you self edited on effing funny. You said, ah, well, you know, I don't want to be too graphic for the kids listening. Everybody loves pussy. He just <laughs> said, kitty cat. <laughs> Perfect. Well, well done. Uh, so yeah, go 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 back and listen to that. And uh, did everyone get their plugs in? Are we all good? Is yes, everyone, we is are. Everyone we had up? such a fabulous show. Thank you, Gilbert Gottfried. I am now your biggest fan. And have fun with Marilyn today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you next time. And don't forget to check out Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast heard on iTunes, SoundCloud, and SideshowNetwork.tv. You can also find Gilbert on Twitter at Real Gilbert. When we've gone away, the fool's gone